Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network, a station dedicated to the concept that all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Join Reverend Terry Power HP, Robin McKean, and all the hosts for programming covering a wide range of spiritual topics, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ujvala Radio, a show dedicated to love and passion, and the power they have to transform our lives. Now, find a comfortable place to sit, relax, and enjoy the show. And now, here's Terry and Robin. And good evening, everybody. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good wherever in the world you are. This is Reverend Terry Power, and you are listening to Ujvala Radio on the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. And we are excited to be here tonight, and we're excited that you're with us. So uh, thank you very much for being here. Uh, tonight, we've got a special guest, uh, a classmate of ours in the... Um, uh, the business coaching program at the Yoga Veda Institute. And, of course, we talk every week about uh, YVI and how cool the classes are and all of the stuff that we are learning. Uh, Robin learning the Ayurveda and the nutrition, and uh, I'm really concentrating on the uh, philosophy and, to a certain degree, psychology of uh, yoga. And... Uh, bringing it all together here at Ujvala. So, uh, like I said, I'm glad you're with us. Uh, want to make a couple of reminders. We are live right now, so you can call in if you have questions. That number is 646-564-9714. Uh, you can call in, ask us any questions or comments. You have questions for Nikki. Uh, as she is talking, uh, you be... Um, uh, welcome to call in and join the show. Now, tonight we have, like I said, a classmate. Uh, well, first, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm very Vada-headed tonight. Um, <laughs> I am joined tonight, uh, in addition to our special guest, I'm joined tonight by my beautiful, amazing, and wonderful wife and patient because she didn't even butt in and say anything. So... But she knows yeah. I'm being vada headed today, so. Yeah, yeah. Everybody has. I, I love days. you, Robin. Sorry. I love you too. You always make a face when I go through all that introduction, anyway. So. Um, I do. But um, anyway, amazing, loving, wonderful, patient, kind. <laughs> and, and and I run out of adjectives, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just good to have you with, with, with you. us here. Mwah. All right. So, uh, 
tonight we are going to be joined by Nikki Nitzband, who is, uh, like I said, a classmate of ours at uh, YVI. And we're going to be talking with her about her programs and uh, just letting uh, letting her get a chance to talk about herself. So, uh, Nikki, how are you doing tonight? I am doing very well. I'm excited to be here. Thank you both, Terry and Robin. And listening to you, you all are just too cute. <laughs> <laughs> just too cute. Thank you. <laughs> it's it's a saccharine overload some days, but it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, uh, you you both and and being with you in classes and in our small mm-hmm. groups, I um always think to myself, you know, maybe there's hope for this single mama yet. You know, <laughs> the two of you give me hope. So thank you for that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. you're such a sweetie. And and I'm sure that that is true. And I will tell you that Robin gives me hope every day as well. So. Um, so, uh, Nikki, why don't you take a couple of minutes and tell us a little bit about you, you know, where you are and, uh, just, you know, what, what it is that you're doing that makes Nikki, Nikki. Well, my name is Nikki. Um, I live in Maryville, Tennessee, which is right outside of Knoxville, if anyone happens to be familiar with that part of our little world. Um, I have a small little studio there that um, has always been in my vision, Um And it is always a work in progress. As I evolve, so does the the work that goes on through the studio. Um, I feel like I have so much to say. I don't know where to start. I think my vata is a little out of control too, Terry. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Of course, we're also in a full moon stage, so that's not helping at all, right? Uh, So that is one of my passions is tuning into the full moon and letting her kind of light my path. Um, I am a um, intuitive yoga teacher, um, energy healer, and I use the word healer very loosely. I kind of don't like to use the word healer, Um, but in some aspects, that's really what I do. I love to work with people to get them over any blockages um, that they may have within them, usually um, blockages that are caused by trauma. Um, and mm-hmm. through yoga and through meditation and through energy work um, and now through Ayurveda, um, mm-hmm. I am just very passionate about helping people get through all of the the stuff so that they can get to their true nature, um, which my studio is named Prakriti Yoga. Prakriti Yoga, you both know where that comes from. Um, mm-hmm. Ironically, I named it that two years ago before I actually started studying at Yoga Veda Institute. So Interesting. It is. Sometimes it's meant to be. It really is. It really is. And um, I don't believe that there is any accident, right? (laughs) Right Absolutely. 
And for our listeners um, that are not familiar with the word Prakriti, mm-hmm. uh, why don't you uh, so, tell them tell them what it means and what it means to you? So my favorite translation interprets the Sanskrit word. Prakriti or Prakriti, you're going to see it and hear it pronounced different ways, spelled different ways. But it is the natural condition or the natural state of anything. So when we're talking about people, when we're talking about individuals, um, Prakriti is one's underlying characteristic. It's their physical and mental constitution, um, and it's the tendencies of their natural expression. Um, it's it's their true nature. That that's my fa- my favorite. That's the way I describe it. It is the um, the way our Creator designed us to be. Um, unfortunately, I know I have throughout the years. I, I've lost I've lost my connection to my true nature. So um, I'm very passionate. <laughs> Um, about helping other people find theirs, um, as I find find my connection again. So. No, fair enough. There's, so there's a little so, bit. Uh, there's a little bit about me. Yeah. So, what, uh, which program are you uh, working on at the the Yoga Veda Institute? Are you in the practitioner program? I currently am in the practitioner program, but I want to go further into the yoga um, Ayurveda yoga therapist. Okay. So, that's my long-term goal. All right. So what led you to this? I mean, how did we get from, uh, you know, Nikki growing up and, uh, you know, passionate about the connection to the divine and got you, you know, to a yoga studio and now to uh, YVI? Okay. This is going to go back to 1992, but I'm going to con- condense it as much as I can. Hey, we got an hour. Go ahead. <laughs> so as a college student, my background was in nursing and psychology. Life got in my way, and I never got my degree. Um, and I always hated myself for that. Um, but I loved my babies, right? So mama, mama, mm-hmm. mama me came out, and they were my whole world. And um, they were my focus for a very long time. Um, somewhere while I was momming, I had an eating disorder get way out of control. And that must mm. have been somewhere around 1998. Um, my oldest child was going on four years old, and I realized um, this eating disorder, which I'd had since I was about 11, 12 years old, is when it started showing up. Um, mm-hmm. It was really, really out of control when I needed, I, ne- I knew that I needed help for my son. <laughs> you know, I, he needed his mama to be around. Um, yeah. So I decided that I was going to go to Florida to get help because back then there was nothing in the state of Tennessee that could help me. Um, no, no facilities for eating disorders. Um, nobody here was trained for, for, for my condition. So I went to Florida, and I was already very familiar with meditation. That was already part of my regular um, daily routine, and I knew that I already had the ability to tap into some energy healing 
technique, even though I didn't really know what that was so much at the time. Um, while I was in that eating disorder facility, I got out for good behavior, I like to, I like to say. Um, so it was a... You, <laughs> I really did. It was uh, it was one of those, if you know anything about recovering centers, most of the time you have to earn your way to be able to go on little outings, you know, out of the facility. Right. So um, we went into a Brookstone, not Brookstone, what were those borders or somewhere, one of those bookstores, I can't remember where, and a book by BKS Iyengar landed in my hands, literally jumped off the shelf and into my hands. And... Um, I started looking through it, and I'm looking through it, and I'm thinking, wow, this is so cool. This is awesome. I hadn't um, discovered the asana part, the, the exercise part of yoga yet, and um, it was really resonating with me. And then while I'm looking at it, I'm like, hmm, I wonder if I can create my own program for exercise with yoga. And my housemates keep an eye on me because I had been um, banned from exercise, basically. My weight was so low and I was so obsessive compulsive um, in my exercise that they had told me that I could not exercise until I put on X number um, weight right. and started eating um, properly. And um, so I was on exercise restriction and that was killing me because... Well, um, um, that is, it is very hard for me to stay still. So in my mind right there, as I'm looking at that book, I started coming up with a plan. I'm going to present this to my counselors, to my case um, leader, and um, I'm going to see what, what comes of this. What I did not really expect was most of my therapy started taking place on my yoga mat. Mm. And... Um, I have been practicing ever since in one way or the other, um, different styles of yoga through the years, different styles of meditation, um, and I have um, put them all together into a not-so-neat package and created my own eclectic way of teaching, and that's, that's mm-hmm. how, I, how I share, you know, through, through my personal experience. Um, you know, of course, since that's where it got started was in that eating disorder facility, but it's yoga has seen me through divorce, um, single parenting, um, stress, anxiety, chronic illnesses, um, chronic body pain, grief. Um, so it, it's just mm. seen me so much that, that I feel selfish not sharing it with other people. Yeah. Yeah, I I right there with you. Yoga is very cathartic, and it will. It's it's funny how when you're when you're in the asanas, and you have this sort of, you know, you get that mind body connection, and all of a sudden you have these little re- revelations while you're on the mat about things, and it'll it'll hit you even later when you're off the mat, and you'll be like, wow, you know, maybe I need to give that a little more thought, or maybe I should change that, or I need to think on that a little more. So um, it, it is really not – people think it's just a physical exercise, but it's more than that. Mm-hmm. It really is. It does clear things in your head and help you process your emotions 
that are sometimes stuck in places in your body. It sounds strange, but it really no, does it's work. Almost, yeah, it's almost a moving meditation at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's, I, I was a stuffer. I call myself a stuffer. I, I, I did things to numb my eating disorders. You know, part of that, any kind of addiction, is it's to numb your emotions. So I yep. had been, even when I got out of the eating disorder facility, you know, my relationship with, with my husband at the time, it was not a good one at all. So I just learned because I didn't want to, to create confrontation. I didn't want to fight. So I would just stuff my emotions. You know, I just, everything was so deep. And it was really on the yoga mat where I started getting in touch with those emotions. So it's just kind yeah. of like, oh, I don't know what this is. What is this? Let's just sit with this, you know. Um, so sometimes I would sit with anger and, and become friends with anger, or maybe it was love, you know, or, well, this is what love feels like, or, um, and, and for me, that has just been, it's, it's like learning how to live life in a whole new way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, um, yeah. Uh, going into any kind of recovery program, you're, you're told that you're going to experience all kinds of things that you never experienced before and feel all kinds of things that you never felt before. And then you learn how to deal with them because so much gets stuffed and then you go into recovery and then you uh, open up to all of this stuff and start taking it out. Like you said, and dealing with it one by one. Yeah. And and I loved my time in, um, in the therapy and, all those tools were so beneficial. Um, I kind of hate that back then because I had the, the textbook knowledge. I, I knew the right things to say. <laughs> so <laughs> I kind of didn't appreciate. I collected, I collected the tools they gave me to apply later. You know, then I just wanted out of there. I wanted to come back home. <laughs> So I right. said the right things and did the right things. I gained enough weight. You know, I came home. Um, but it was really learning how to implement those tools and what I was learning from yoga, um, merging them together throughout the years. And, and, and notice I say years because it didn't happen overnight, and I still struggle, you know, with eating disorders still now. Um, so it, it's an ongoing process, this growth and this healing for me. Um mm-hmm. And um, I just, that's one thing that I always wanted my clients to understand that you did not get to be a certain way. You didn't get this ill overnight. You didn't become distressed out overnight. Um, It took time for you to get in this state of dis-ease. It's going to take time to get you out of it. Right. Yeah, well, they say that any addictive behavior you'd never recover from it, you're always recovering so I get and, that. It and, it and never completely goes away. No, it doesn't. It is. And that's really one thing um, because I have been struggling um, for about, I guess we're going on three years. I lost a child, um, an adult child, to, um, to suicide. And since then, my eating disorders have really gotten out of control again. I had a handle on it. I was doing great until until that, and then I'm struggling again now. 
um, mm-hmm. but I have to give it to Ayurveda. I mean, it's, it's teaching me how to learn to enjoy being in the kitchen and developing a, a healthier relationship to food. And that is something that I've really been missing all these years is, um, mm-hmm. is that enjoyment and cutting up my veggies or <laughs> soaking mm-hmm. my rice and, and all, you know, so um, that's, a, that's a very new experience is, is, is enjoying being in my kitchen and preparing food with love. So. Well, that's one of my favorite uh, things in the world. Yeah, I was going to say that's that's definitely Robin's uh, wheelhouse. There, she's uh, mm-hmm. you know she puts a f- plate of food down in front of you, and that's her way of saying I love you. Yeah, and, and I, I I I'm so jealous of that. You know, uh, I, I really am. <laughs> I think that is Shouldn't a beautiful. I think it's a beautiful way to show love. Well, here's the thing. If you believe in magic and you believe in energy work, cooking, it's an energy work. It's an Mm -hmm. energy working. So you're putting all your love and all your energy into that food, even if you're only cooking for yourself. And you're sending that message into the food. I'm going to love myself with this meal. I'm going to love my family with this meal. And if you look at cooking, and I've, I've talked to people before who are always like, oh, I hate cooking. It's such a chore. Like, yeah, see, that's why you don't like it mm-hmm. because you already have gotten that mindset of it's a chore, it's a chore, it's never going to come out right. It's whatever, whatever their negative thoughts are around it. Um, it's just like any other energy work, and you have to go into it with a positive outcome in mind. This is going to be the best it's going to be right now. And if I make a mistake, it's not a big deal. I'll figure it out, and it'll still be good. It'll they'll still know that I loved them. Let me tell you something: my food's not always perfect, so <laughs> I make mistakes sometimes. Happen, but uh, in, just try in, to keep going. Uh, in six years, there's only two meals I couldn't eat, though. So, mm-hmm. you know, don't let mm-hmm. her. You know, you know her <laughs> standards and my standards are very different. I think sometimes when it comes to her food. Yeah, but. Um, so, so if you think about the energetics of the food that you're eating and, and how you're preparing it, I mean, it also becomes a, a ritual, an act of healing, an act of love for yourself and for others. And that's really one thing that I'm learning. And, and, and my, my schedules are very crazy in between um, what I do at the studio and the clients I work with and then the job that pays the bills and then being oh, a yeah. mom. Right. Um, so I, I have committed to myself that I will not even attempt to go into my k- kitchen to prepare um, a meal unless I am in a happy place. <laughs> so if I am mm-hmm. feeling very negative, we I, I hate to admit it, but we order out or we I let my son cook or something else, but, but I, 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 I won't do it. And that's just one thing mm-hmm. that I have kind of committed to myself because I do very much believe in the energetics. What we put right. in that food, we, we're, we're digesting it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Our family digests it. And there's enough negativity in the world. We don't need to give it to ourselves. Exactly. There is that. Exactly. So, yeah. uh, At we're least not up... any more than we already have in the past. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, so we're coming up on the break. So uh, okay. 
before we get there, though, if you could tell people how to get in touch with you, what's your website and email address and all that fun stuff. So let's start with the email address. It is yoga for your true nature at com. And then I will go over the spelling of that. That is also my website <laughs> at com. So it is com. Okay, and we'll make sure to get all of this information into uh, the uh, comments on the Facebook page. If you go to Ujvala Ayurveda and Yoga Center Facebook page, we'll make sure and have those links in there uh, so that you can um, find Nikki and her mm-hmm. website as well. So we're, we're going to go into break now. Is that what you were saying? Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and take a short break. Uh, we're going to okay. listen to some sitar music, and we'll be back here in just a few minutes.
Thank you for listening to Ujvala Radio on the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. And now, back to the show. Can you hear me? I can hear you, Robin. 